There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode two of season four of Winona Earp. Wow. Yeah. Can this get any more insane? <laughs> and I'm just saying, poor Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> Will Cat Perel be able to play herself ever? It's what it seems to be uh, shaping up to. Yeah. Her normal, awesome self. But anyway, before we jump into all that, we have some ratings news. Yes, and it's not good. Episode 2 brought in a 0.06 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.268 million viewers, making it the 121st overall cable show for the day. I have a bad feeling with the time change that's really hurting them. Right. But after this episode, I also feel like (laughs) next week we might get a hell of a lot more viewers all of a sudden. Yeah, very possible. And this is just the TV. This don't count online. I think la- the the premiere had, when they counted in the online viewing, it was like 1.2 million. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, it makes a difference. It you know, sure there's so does. many ways to watch. People are watching it on the app and on demand, like I've said before. You know, I've had to do that myself. So there is more than just, yeah, just live TV. live TV anymore. But anyway, let's jump into an interesting song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode two, Friends in Low Places. Boy, are they. <laughs> Winona works with a new ally to rescue her family, but reunions come at a price. Don't they always? Yes. I mean, do we ever get the happy, happy moments that last more than just a moment, basically. <laughs> well, I would say the end of the episode gave us a couple, but after seeing the shape that Purgatory's in, I don't think they will last long. Ah, uh, I have questions. Yes. So let's start off with Winona, Rachel, and Real Hot. <laughs> in the Black Badge facility, Rachel informs Winona that she knows a way to the lower levels. Decked out in decontamination suits and masks, Winona and Rachel make their way through a lab and pick key cards off dormant zombies. They'll stay that way unless somebody wakes them up, say with a beaver blaster. I thought this was interesting too because that lab they were in was different because it was like, what do they call it? Hermetically sealed or whatever? Yes. And that's why they had to wear those masks too to get oxygen, except. Yeah. Things weren't working out so well. Not for Winona. No. And as, what was it, maybe halfway through the lab, she starts giggling. and Yes. I love it because Rachel's like, you gotta be quiet. And she's like, I'm not getting any air. Yeah. (laughs) 
All the oxygen's draining from my brain. That's not good. We need to hurry. That's like when somebody in a movie is like underwater or something and you try to hold your breath. Right. Like while they're under there to see how long it is. Uh, Okay. You obviously know it's not going to happen because it seems like they're under there for a half hour. Like, I don't know. With her being like so giddy so fast, I feel like that was a little more realistic, I guess. Probably. And although my mask would have probably fogged up because right. my, my glasses fog up right now when I have to wear a face mask. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I'd have been in trouble. Yeah. And it might have been just pure oxygen she was getting as well. It may not have been just good old normal air. It might have been more pure oxygen and that makes you go loopy pretty quick as well. Oh, does it? I did not realize yeah. that. Yeah. Pure oxygen is not good. Now, it was real nice to see. Winona and Rachel bonding there in the beginning, kind of comparing stories, and Rachel kind of got a little bit more respect for Winona, which was nice, but it was funny when they tried to figure out what their secret handshake was going to be, and they couldn't figure out if they were going to fist bump or pinky swear or what. (laughs) It's like, uh, high five, well, shake hands, uh, never mind. Yeah. So they finally make their way down to the interdimensional gateway. The brilliant scientists turned zombies were working on it. And after they got it to work, BBD panicked and guessed everyone. So Rachel tells her, hmm, why would they want to do that? Yeah, apparently uh, this is their go-to. Blow them up or gas them. Right. Eliminate all evidence we were ever here. You know what? I miss dolls more and more. Yep. Well, they make it through just in time for Winona to help Nicole with a little zombie problem. Just a little bit. Yeah. Where did those zombies come from? Were those the ones that were in the other room knocked out? I don't think so. I think the one that was there in the gateway room was actually one of the scientists that was in the room. Okay, yeah. I think if Rachel would have yelled at her mom, she would have woke up and been a zombie too, I think. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Now, Nicole- I mean, yeah, I get that her mom was in there. And right. yeah, she didn't seem... Now I have questions. I have more questions <laughs> now that you said that. It's like, wait, huh, weird. Yeah, no, I didn't see any other possible way for the zombies to get in because they still hadn't broken the door that they were trying to get into to get to Nicole yet. Hmm. So, of course, Nicole's not going anywhere as she has broken her leg in three places. That's not good. No. And when she said that, I'm like, ah, ow. Yeah. Only because I know my cousin actually did this. Oh. She slipped on ice. Uh, There was drinking involved, but whatever. Uh, Yeah. But multiple places, and she didn't realize it until she tried to get up. So, or somebody touched it. Yeah. "Ah." Yeah. Rachel touched it. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Break there, break there, break there. (laughs) Hey, you got a lot of things happening there. Got it. Um, Nicole confirms that she's going to say yes to Waverly's proposal if Winona can just get her back. Which how many people out there were like, yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> but it was all about Bolshar, his ring. And, and I don't know about you, but the fact that that ring kept coming up in regards to Waverly's proposal and... Oh, you have to make sure you have this. And then later in the episode, a couple times, I feel like it's way more important than what we got. I'm and I feel like thinking... it's going to bite us in the butt. <laughs> yeah. 
I have a feeling you're right about that, because I have a funny feeling that was probably something that was required to either get in or get out. Yikes. Yeah. But it's funny that Winona just keeps finding it. <laughs> right. It's like it just keeps coming back to her. To her, yeah. What's up with that? Emily, you sly dog, you. Mm-hmm. But of course, Rachel refuses to let them through because she found her mom and looks like she had died keeping the portal shut. Which is really sad because you know that she probably figured her mom was dead. Right. But knowing that, yeah, she did whatever to stop everything from happening. And now they want to reopen it. It's like, uh Yeah. Do so it makes going. me wonder, too, if whatever happened in Purgatory when Bolshar was trying to get through, if it was happening at the same time at this facility and, like, what happened with the gateway wasn't all Winona and right. Waverly then. Right. It's very possible it wasn't because they seem to be tied together. Yes. So... More questions than answers. Uh, always. <laughs> now, of course, Winona gives her a little speech about saving her family, her hot cop, her celestial sister, and her vampire baby daddy. <laughs> and that convinces Rachel to let her go. I'm really shocked that Rachel gave in that easy. Even though when she's like, you have to help Nicole, she's my best friend. She's my friend. My best friend. Yeah. It's like, it, it still seems like Rachel really, I don't know, she knows more is what it feels like. Oh, absolutely. And I definitely expect that once Winona and Doc make it back to the homestead, Rachel's going to be there. I just hope I she wasn't think. there while. <laughs> oh, that would have been awkward. Yeah, real awkward. <laughs> so Winona goes through the portal to bring Waverly and Doc home. Now, of course, we got zombies at the door, and they're getting awful close to busting it down. Yeah, where did those come from? I, I'm, this, th those are the ones I was really confused about. Right. I mean, I was confused that if Nicole fell all the way through, other zombies haven't fallen through that hole way above. But where were those zombies from? Were they in that sealed room? Because they were knocked out, and if they're in the other room... With that giant door, like, you shouldn't have heard them. No, oh, those were the rest of the zombies that were all over that main floor that they were on. So how did they get in? Well, they basically just broke the door down. Finally, they got enough of them down there where they could just Hulk smash the door. So they Hulk smashed through the door where all of the passed out zombies were, where they took the key card. And then they worked their way in. No, I don't think they they got into the same room where the key cards were. But they had to go through that, I thought. Well, we didn't That's see exact, the exact way. Yeah, I, I'm sure that there was another way that okay, they could I'm get like, there. I didn't know if I missed something. Yeah, it, it was a little confusing that, yeah, they were able to get there and the zombies weren't able to get there the same way. But when you got a key card, that kind of makes things a little easier. Mm. So... Rachel decides to tell Nicole a story about her family. Her mother told her about one of her ancestors, a warrior princess 300 years ago called Valdez. And after she proved worthy in war, she was given an entire kingdom to rule and immortality to do so. Now, 
I felt like this was definitely a flag on the play here. It's like, I wouldn't say red flag, but it's like, we had a lot of weird stuff happening in the Ghost River Triangle (laughs) and the surrounding areas. So immortality and an entire kingdom, you say? Yes. Well, this is a throwback to the comic. Oh, really? Yes. Apparently, Valdez was one of the characters in the comic. I had no idea. Yeah. Neither did I until I saw it. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if we need to go out and get that comic and read it real quick to see what the tie is. (laughs) Yeah. See, I was feeling like Entire Kingdom, Immortality, Garden of Eden. Right. I was feeling like they're going that way. But if it's actually a tie-in with the comic, now I'm really curious what what the tie-in is. Right. Now, as the zombies break into the room... Nicole has one and only one option as she pulls one of the beaver dam busters out from behind her, which if she fell on, had that in her back pocket, that had to hurt when she landed. No joke. (laughs) And lights the fuse and they go boom. And then that's all we see. Yes, we don't see Nicole again until the end of the episode. Or Rachel, for that matter. Right. Well, we don't even see Rachel at the end. No. So that's like, what happened? What? Where's everything going with this? Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> Until the last sentence of the episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> then, the yeah, then my jaw really was on the floor even more. Yeah. So let's go check on Not Hot, Doc, and Waverly. When Doc tries to pass the naked Nicole his coat, He hits some kind of force field between them. So, of course, he promises to return with clothes and Waverly. Uh, If your coat couldn't get through, what makes you think other clothes? And where exactly are you getting clothes? Are you running down to Target? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, not like there's a whole lot of choices in this place. No. You got, from all we've seen, is a bunch of snow and one tree. Right. Of course, the fire popped up out of nowhere, so maybe he's thinking there'll be a set of clothes that just instantly maybe. appear. <laughs> well, there's like two trees now. Right. Isn't there? Which well, that was like, wait, why is there? No. Okay, wait. There's one down there by. Yeah, one in the bunker, wait. one up top, and. And wasn't there one on that mid level, or was that just water with lotus? Yeah, that was just water with a flower in it. Okay, I was thinking that there was one that popped up on that mid-level. Right. Which, and there's a whole bunch of weird stuff happening up there, but Waverly, I love it when Doc goes to get her, and he's like, uh, Nicole's here. And she's like, what? Oh my gosh, is she great? How's she look? And he, uh, <laughs> I love that, because he's like, how do I say this? Right. I, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Right. It's like... <laughs> You know what? That was very um, PC of you, Doc. Yes. <laughs> so Waverly gets down there as well, and she is really surprised to see Nicole there and asks, is it really you? And she replies, well, who else would I be? See? Red flag. How? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. How do you not hear that and be like, wait, what? Yeah. There were several things that not Nicole said to Waverly that, You knew that it wasn't her. I mean, she trashed Doc big time. And I thought that was really weird because there was all sorts of stuff being hinted at, of course. Right. And when she's talking, 
I'm like, okay, when we find out the big reveal, how did she still know all of that stuff, though? That's what I was confused about. Right. And then did it have something to do with the book after all? I think so. I think by choosing Nicole's book, that was going to be the form that Eve took. So kind of like uh, Ghostbusters? Like right, yes. <laughs> you choose your destruction? Right. That's weird. But I felt like it got weirder as they were talking because like Waverly talking to N- naked Nicole. Well, I'm just going to say naked Nicole. And she's like, do you hear that? And when all of a sudden she like stopped and kind of, you know, does that like puppy head tilt thing. Right. And all of a sudden Nicole's like, no, I'm pretty sure I don't. It's like, okay. So she hears it, too, or hears right. something. Yes. And then when Waverly decides to explain about it's the throne calling her, and Kevin said I would sit on it to save the world, and I turned to stone. And Nicole just started acting even weirder there. Yeah. I mean, she did kind of backpedal, like, oh, you've already sacrificed so much. But, yeah, it, it was just like every time she did something, I'm like, huh, this is a head scratcher. Yeah. And when Waverly asks her if she's angry with Winona for drugging her, we get, oh, I've got a long list of things I'm pissed about, and I plan to fix that one by one. Right. That doesn't sound like her at all. (laughs) No. And I really feel like Waverly would have been picking it up a little sooner, but I mean, at the same time, we don't know what's going on in her head because we see how everything was kind of weird anyway. Right. And. You do see Waverly, like her face, like just a little bit as some things were being said here and there. Right. Just kind of go, that doesn't sound right. Right. Just a little bit of like, wait a second. What? And then, of course, the bunker decides it's hungry and starts rattling their cages. So Doc heads to feed the machine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And let me say when Nicole's like, or maybe you don't. It's like. Wait a second, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. I think Nicole would be like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Yes, go do it. Right. No. Eve knew exactly what was about to happen. But Doc sees a door open, so he goes to investigate it first. And there he sees a two-sided stack of rocks. (laughs) That was interesting. Yeah, with Nicole's face on one and something else on the other. Yes. It was like snake-like. It reminded me of like an old horror film and I cannot place it to save me. Okay. I'm like, huh. Like, yeah. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. (laughs) Oh, I know. It was, it was like a, oh crap. I forget the name of it. Like when the person was dreaming, he can read other people's thoughts. And like one of the nightmares was like a weird snake-like man. Ah, gotcha. And that's like an old Twilight Zone episode (laughs) yeah it'll come to me what it is eventually but yeah it was really really creepy looking especially how they did it on the three rocks which i think that's amazing too right yes it absolutely was so of course it hits doc like a v8 that (laughs) the prison is not for us it's for that thing that i left alone with waverly oh holy crap but as it was going crazy maybe as you run i don't know slip a little blood in it yeah (laughs) Do a little extra. But of course, by the time he catches up to them, the cage has been broken and Waverly realizes it's not Nicole because when she 
gets topside and kisses her. Hmm, you taste like sulfur. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I have more questions. Okay. Like, I thought that was supposed to be where they fed the machine. Right. Was, like, just above where they were with, ended up with Nicole and Waverly. Right. But it's like, it seems like he was, like, way somewhere else. And then they didn't notice all those, like, doors. I mean, granted, they weren't all opening, but. Right. There's a ton. It, what is happening? Yes. Is this like becoming Van Helsing or like, yes. <laughs> like the maze just keeps going and going and there's just a ton of different areas now? I'm confused. Or did Eve have something to do with them getting out quicker, even though she's kind of dragging Waverly almost? Although she's moving pretty fast. Somebody in a cherry blossom. Yes. Outfit. <laughs> outfit. <I'm just> gonna- <laughs> Those branches can't be comfy, is all I'm saying. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, and why is it always sulfur? Yeah. Doesn't she say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he tells her she's going to hurt all of them, and I am the nightmare unto the world. Now, that I found really interesting, too, because as far as we know in regards to creation story. Right. Eve wasn't evil. Right. If anything, that would have been like Lilith, talking about Adam's first wife, if you go way back into mythos and stuff. So it was really a little confusing for me. And and again, I say poor Nicole, who again is being possessed, even though it's not her. Right. You know, she cat has to play somebody else as her. Yeah. So this poor woman. I couldn't remember who the other one was, and then I watched that little behind the scenes saying it. She was Maeve, I believe, before. Right. And she had to figure out how to play it different, but play it the same. And it's like, how weird is that as an actor? Yeah. I know. I mean, we have Tatiana. Yes. <laughs> who's done, done amazing, but she didn't have to play necessarily. Well, yes, she did. <laughs> I mean, Not she possessed, had right? Yeah. To, yeah. Another person, it, which. That was amazing, Orphan Black. Yeah. But, like, the the only thing I can think of offhand that would be kind of the same awkward level would be, like, Helena Bonham Carter in The One Harry Potter, where she's playing Hermione, playing her as her character, (laughs) and, like, how you had to just be weird and awkward. Yeah. And still be yourself, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's like, I am so impressed with Caporal and her acting chops with this right absolutely and i don't think it's over so this should be really interesting especially if we have you know like a nicole off somewhere right. you know where you get them <laughs> and the same same thing and the same with varun because he had to do it too later yes which that was hilarious oh of yeah of course we'll get to it i'm sorry i jumped like way ahead oh not that far <laughs> i feel like I did. doc joins the fight and of course Eve changes into Jeremy. Yeah, hi, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> and their back and forth during this fight was absolutely amazing. Oh, my gosh. It's so hilarious. And she's like, there's a lot of useless pop culture stuff. And he's like, that's my friend's brain. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, you've been working out. <laughs> You're a little like, buffer. I will make sure I tell Jeremy that. Yeah, it's like, okay. It was cute. But there was some stuff where I'm like, ah, what are you doing? Right. And then, of course, out of nowhere, up pops some 
hedge clippers that Doc uses to stick all Eve into the outside of a door. Oh my gosh. How? Well, I, you know what? I totally forgot that he was a, a vampire. Right, right. So, yeah, a little increased strength. Because I'm thinking, how did he run those through her into, like, the arch? Right. Into rock. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, holy crap. And then, I don't know how he did it with Eve taking the form of Winona at that time either. Right, yeah. Because we've seen him, like, falter before. Yes. So, I was was like, oh my gosh, is he going to be able to? What's he going to do? I was surprised, though. Right. Of course, he tries to get Waverly to come with him, but nah, I can't let Eve leave this prison, and so she just puts her hands on his face, and I thought she had just killed him. I thought so, too. <laughs> because he just his goes face down, I'm like, was, yeah. yeah, I thought it, she just burned his face off. I swear all the oxygen left the room when I was watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we see Winona peering from the gateway. So eloquently. Yes. <laughs> I believe you said nailed the landing. Yes, I did. <laughs> and only to get up and see herself. This can't be good. No. And, of course, she's just... Winona, all to herself, as always, as she just starts with the wisecracks. You a clone, why clona? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Didn't she actually make mention of Orphan Black? Yes. Okay, I <laughs> thought she did. Yep. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I love it because when Eve introduces herself in her very poetic way, <laughs> yeah. with a graphic threat to her and her friends, Winona's just like, Wow, do I sound like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my voice really is annoying. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, she hears Doc's voice, so no time for dealing with this lookalike. So off she runs, just getting away before Eve rips the shears out from her midsection. Uh, yeah. And as soon as she takes a step, Waverly sits on the throne and she can no longer move. Oh, and that dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Of and weirdly, Waverly kind of goes into almost, I, I want to say like autopilot, but right. like, you know, yeah. an auto message, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the guardian. I am the fail safe. It's like, what? Yeah, let's do not turn to stone, Waverly. No, no. <laughs> now, of course, Winona does find Doc, but he still thinks it's Eve. <laughs> and we get another Winona quip as, as far as reunions go, this is better than my high school, but not as good as 90210. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I feel like Doc would have noticed, like, the fighting Right. It wasn't as hardcore. Yeah. He was but, fighting a human, not a <laughs> immortal or whatever, yeah, demon. But maybe it's like adrenaline, you know, at that point. Yeah. Don't well, notice I'm sure it, it is. <laughs> now, of course, she tries to explain how th she got there and even goes as far as mentioning Alice, but he's still not buying it at all. And they're just fighting and fighting and fighting. And he gets her pinned down, and she yells out their safe word for when huh. private time gets too honky-tonk. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, Hollywood? Yeah. What? Bollywood. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Where did you come up with that? Why, no, no. Yeah. It, well, he was going to bite her. Yeah. So, holy cow, I can only imagine what would have happened with all of that. Yeah, that would have not been good. But they only have time for a couple of quick kisses before they have to go their separate ways. Winona's got to get Waverly, and Doc wants to stop Eve. Well, now that he knows that Winona's Winona. Yeah. Now, of course, Eve's determined to get out, and apparently she knows all about the Ghost River Triangle. Which had me scratching my head there. Right. Is yeah. she really Eve? Could she be a Clanton? Oh, interesting. Didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, maybe that is. And, of course, Bolshar thinking that <laughs> it was the Garden of Eden was, nope, it was a prison. <laughs> so, maybe. Yeah, the Yelp reviews did not cover Garden Review quite right. Right. So, who knows? Maybe because when uh, Waverly fed the machine, it did start to bloom. Yes. So maybe if the angel was there, it would look different. Very possible. Of course, but I guess. How does if she you're... know about the Ghost River Triangle? Yeah. That's the only thing that I could come up with is that she's not really Eve. She's somebody that knows about the Ghost River Triangle and hates the Earps. Well, the Clantons are definitely in that category. Well, you know what, too? She mentions Bolshar's ring. Or no, right. Bolshar. Bolshar. Did he tell you why he wanted in here? Right. When she was fighting Doc. So that made me pause for a minute, too. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. She's owed something in the Ghost River Triangle. She knows about Bolshar. There's a lot of things. And then the way it ended, it's like, what? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we get to see another good fight, but yeah, what happened? Yeah, because he's able to kick her through one of those doors that they couldn't get open and into a vortex. You go, oh, well, we'll see that thing again. Right. I'm like, is that a good thing? Or a bad yeah. thing. I was just like, not sure. Yep. So Winona has to talk Waverly into leaving. What she sees is her destiny. Because, of course, Eve cannot be allowed to escape, but... Fortunately, Nicole had thrown Bolshar's ring through the portal after Winona, so she can use it to remind Waverly of who's waiting for her. And it's time to start living for ourselves, she tells Waverly. And Waverly decides that yes, but when she goes get up, she can't move. And you go, uh-oh. Oh my gosh. I swear when she's like, I can't, I can't get up. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, don't you dare turn to stone. I almost had like a Doctor Who moment. Right. Where like Amy's hand turns stone, but it's not really stone. She just thinks it's stone. Yeah. And I'm like, is Winona going to have to like poke her in the butt or like bite her? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of awkward, but yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever to make her realize Rise she can it. get off. And right. then when she said that, though, it's time to start living for ourselves. I'm like, oh, wait a second. This is only episode two. Yes. I'm like, now I'm going to really cry because now you know. Oh, you think this is something good, but it's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but and you kind of had that Stooges moment, though, when the three of them got oh, back yeah. together. <laughs> trying to find the right door. 
Oh, maybe it's the one that's glowing. You oh, think? Hey, and why would they be on one side and Waverly on the other? I'm like, right. are they pushing against <laughs> each other at this point? <laughs> yep. Like, err. So they get the door open and all go through. Yay. Right? Except. <laughs> <laughs> but she, it's okay. She throws the ring back, though. Right. That's why I said I feel like this ring is a big freaking deal. I yeah, I think it's going to come back. It's definitely going to play some importance. And when she says basically the same thing, no more stupid rings, we're living for ourselves, and throws the ring into the garden, I'm like, this is probably a bad, bad idea. Yeah. So Winona ends up where the stairs were, and she realizes that Peacemaker is, of course, gone forever. Okay, that made me sad. Yes. For one, and two, I almost wanted her to be like stepping off of the stairs and face my Right, again, yeah. But <laughs> that's, that's me. Right. Doc wakes up and he's next to the well and not in it this time. So he <laughs> has to tell it in your face, you stupid hole. <laughs> that I, I was cracking up with. Yes. It's like, nice. But he also has Waverly's bag with the book she had taken from the garden. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably not good. However, he's like, I have your satchel. It's like, it's her purse. Just say it. Yeah. You're holding the purse. It's fine. Yep. And then we see Waverly waking up and she hurries to the homestead where Nicole fires a warning shot before realizing it's her. That can't be a good sign either. No. Nicole is shooting first and asking questions later. Right. And I'm just going to say, as Nicole screams... Eat shit, you shit eater. I'm yeah. like, oh, Winona totally is, has rubbed off on her. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and their passionate reunion moves from outside to the first floor to the stairs. And yeah, Emily promised there would be more sexy and oh boy, was there more sexy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was something else. Not Ever seen on before on sci-fi, I think. I believe you're correct. And it's funny because if you go through Twitter, people are posting, it's like the most paused and rewound moment on anybody's DVR. Like, <laughs> And yeah, pr- I'm guessing pretty much anybody who uh, enjoys the look of these two ladies. Yes. It doesn't have to be any orientation in particular. No, <laughs> not at all. I was, like, really surprised. Yeah, that it went quite as far as it did. Right. And I'm not saying, like, oh, my gosh, you know, that's horrible. Or I'm not, you know, not like a prude or anything like that. I'm just surprised that sci-fi did this. Right. Yeah. Because NBC, how did it get past NBC? They should. I mean, there was a hell of a lot of angle play in there. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> like. That was impressive, but then, I mean, there's a couple things where you've seen, I guess, like, side shots similar to that on, like, NBC proper, so maybe that's why they were able to get away with a lot of it, but I was like, holy cow, I can't believe that they did this, because I'm just surprised. Right. I didn't. I thought because we got an F bomb here, and there, yeah. I was like, "Oh wow, that's about as racy as we're getting this season." So hey, they had their time, and Winona was not there to listen in this time, you right? Know, since Nicole found out that Winona has listened before, yeah. not necessarily on purpose. No, 
So meanwhile, Winona and Doc reunite close to town and she gives him his guns back. And Doc tells her, if you ever need them, they're yours. And so am I. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, that's so cheesy, but yes. oh, oh, Doc. But of course, their moment is interrupted when she's distracted by what's become of the town. We got uh, yeah. people hanging all over the place. All of a sudden, it's like, hold on a second. Something doesn't seem quite right. Yeah. And we cut back to Nicole and Waverly, who are... In the afterglow, and Nicole has longer hair, and Waverly doesn't understand why. Is it extensions? Uh, what? Right. Did she just like run down and get some extensions? It's like, I grew it out. Now, I didn't think anything of it at first. Right. But then it's like, all of a sudden, you notice it is quite a bit longer. It's like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> And Nicole explains she broke her leg, and when she returned to purgatory, she had to retreat to the homestead and did everything she could to keep it safe. Now, that's what kind of caught me off guard earlier. Right. When she goes out and shoots, and I'm like, wait a second, she broke her leg. Like, what? Exactly. How could like, she oh be God, living like that? Oh, my God, has it been like two or three months or something? <laughs> no. But no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Nicole informs her it's been 18 months, three weeks, and four days. Say what now? When we were up there in the garden, it was what, like two days? Is all we figured? Yeah, at most. So when she says that, it was like, oh, hold on, what? Rewind, because that freaked me out. Right. I couldn't believe it. And I don't know how that's going to be explained. And then just the preview then for the next episode. Right. I mean, you only got like that little tiny taste, but you see everything has gone pear-shaped in yes. the town. Oh, absolutely. I want to know where the hell Nedley is. Yeah. I'm scared. Yes, absolutely. Did, did she keep him safe? Are they hiding? Whatever happened to Mercedes, our- Mercedes, Kate, where's yeah. Jeremy and Robin? Our friends, Kate and Jeremy- well, Robin kind of disappeared. I'm not even sure. I'm sure we're going to get him, but like, as I write this minute, I'm like, what the heck's happened to our Scooby gang? Right. So I'm nervous. Yes, extremely. And I'm definitely, you know, for after the first episode, I still thought that it could be BBD. I'm pretty sure it's not BBD. I no, think this I'm starting is to wonder. Eve or yeah. Clanton, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I guess we just have to wait and find out. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, as always, we have some feedback from our friend Fred from the Netherlands, so let's take a listen. Hello, Steve and John, and all listeners to the Fangirl Zone. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Winona Earp Season 4, Episode 2. An episode almost as crazy as the first one. I really wonder what the purpose is of this so-called Garden of Eden. I really doubt if it's a Garden of Eden. If you go for the definition of a Garden of Eden, it's of course a place where you can be happy. Well, this didn't look like you could be happy there. So was this actually the Garden of Eden? Of course it had a big function as a cliffhanger between season 3 and 4. But as it looks like now, it's already resolved after two episodes. 
everybody is back. And of course I understand this because you don't want to have your team divided up in two worlds for too long. I really wonder if something of this will come back. I didn't care too much for the nude scene of Nicole in the Garden of Eden. I didn't understand what the function of that was, why she had to be nude. And it was too long, in the sense of the takes they took were just taken in such angles and blurry, etc., to hide, which is understandable, Nicole's private parts. But because the scene was so long, they had to take all kinds of measurements, angles, blurriness, etc., etc. And that was just too much. You really could see, okay, we have to hide this. And if the scene would have been shorter, then you wouldn't notice that so much. On the other hand, the sex scene further on in the episode with Nicole and Waverly on the stairs, that was okay and was shorter. And especially if you watch the making of video on YouTube where you can hear what Kat Burrell thought of doing this. Well, she felt quite exposed there, standing there alone, which makes this extra awful. So it could have been shorter and I doubt the function of it, why it had to be nude. Or it had some symbolic function, which I didn't get, which happens more often in Winona Earp. Okay, that was all for now. Greetings, till the next time, Fred from the Netherlands. Yeah, Fred, this episode was just as crazy as the first episode. There's no doubt about that. Yes, and in regards to the purpose of the garden, because yeah, I don't think you're necessarily going to be happy there, but I think we kind of touched on it that we think it was more, it changed because the angel was gone. And that maybe it was supposed to be way back, like a paradise. But then things went horribly, horribly awry and it became a, became a prison. Do we think that the Garden of Eve is completely resolved? I'm saying no, but I don't know what you think, Steve. I think it is, unless they do need to get back in there for something. Like a ring, perhaps? Uh, yeah, like a ring. <laughs> Hopefully not, but it wouldn't surprise me. Let's put it that way. Right. And Nicole's nude scene in the garden. Now that I thought kind of played true to what we're supposed to know about the Garden of Eden. Right. You know that Adam and Eve were there and they were naked because they had no shame and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't remember my whole Bible story. I was, a, yeah, I'm a bad Catholic. But <laughs> that's why I assumed she was naked by the tree. Right. And like you were saying, the making of the video, you know, later on. Was that too lengthy, the tree one, and the video on YouTube when she was talking about it, how awkward it had to be to stand there naked? In front of a whole cast and crew. The whole crew, Not really yeah. cast. It's, it was all crew and... Right. Especially, yeah. like Fred was saying, you know, you have to find the right angle so you're not really showing anything, but it's implied. But yeah, it, it had to be awkward. I don't know. I couldn't say that, that it was too long or too short or whatever because I was into like what was happening so i wasn't really thinking about that right but that's me personally and then when he was talking about the sex scene and how cat and dominique were really into the moment because when you when you watch that video about them 
how it was at first they were joking with each other because they had to try to be relaxed about it. Right. But then it's like, okay, just be in the moment of acting with each other. And you're looking at each other's faces because they're not doing like a sex scene. Right. <laughs> so it made it a little easier for them because they're in into the emotional moment. Right. And I feel like just because of the way the house set is like all put up, they probably didn't have a ton of people in there. Right. So maybe it was a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. More intimate yeah. at least. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can ever really be comfortable. Uh, no. <laughs> if you're not just totally comfortable being nude all the time. Like, yeah, I don't know about you, but not, not me. No. I, I would be freaked out, but <laughs> that's why they get paid a lot more than I do. Yes. They can act their way through things like this. Overall, I think we've pretty much covered how, well, you covered how I felt. I, yeah, right. I yeah. Fine. And so I agree. Steve. Yeah. I, I do think it, for the most part, wraps up the Bolshar storyline, except maybe for the ring. And we get a new baddie for season four. So, yeah, the season premiere was actually two hours long. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So, once again, Fred, we appreciate your feedback. And we're looking forward to hearing your thoughts on episode three. Thanks, Fred. And we have somebody else to thank, Sean. And who might that be? That would be Jasmine2023, who left us a five-star review on iTunes. Well, thank you, Jasmine. We do appreciate it. And as always, we ask anybody who's enjoying the show to please rate and review us. And so a million thanks to you, Jasmine. And we're glad you were able to find us with our new setup on iTunes. And hopefully you'll find some of other shows and enjoy them as well. So we have kind of gone on about how <laughs> we felt about this episode and everything that happened. But we want to know how you feel. Let us know. Shoot us an email, a tweet, anything. <laughs> Send it to us at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com or head over to www.fangirlzone.com to our contacts page and you'll see all the ways you can get a hold of us there. We love talking to other fans of the show. So let us know how you're you're feeling about this and where you think we're going. Like I said, this is only episode two. Yeah. I have no clue where we're going. <laughs> this road is definitely windy. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to see uh, in the final episode the uh, showdown at the OK Corral. Oh, my gosh. I feel like Mama's got to come back, too. Yeah. You would think we'd see her again. <laughs> But don't forget to tell your friends because the show is great. Everybody needs to watch it. And you can have awesome virtual watch parties since we really can't get together still. But, you know, yep. whatever. It is It is life. Nothing's expected. Much like in Winona Herb. Yeah. So we hope you're enjoying the podcast. For this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. Jesus, orphan whack. Take a my doll and a nap. And until next time. 